What's going on, everybody? It is Saturday, September. I'm the shit. October first. Look at that. Already stumbling out the gate. This is your daily dog take. I'm Jacob, your host at Roaches and Thirteen, joined by Mr. Bad himself, Mr. Michael Cozy. How you doing, man? Pretty good, Jacob. Uh, just uh, kind of chilling out, relaxing, getting ready for game day. I, I love doing these. We, re, uh, of course, record these at the uh, uh, Friday night, so it's a really good way to s- launch into the weekend just doing some NFL picks. Before we get to the picks, guys, i got to tell you about our friends over at Homage. If you are ready to get decked out with all the best Browns gear, please go to Homage and check out all that stuff. They got they got win the whole fucking thing T-shirts for the Guardians, so maybe go over there and get you one of those. And uh, I'll put a link down to the into the description or in the comments uh, to a link to the win the whole fucking thing things because I know we're doing football today, but I love those shirts, so we're gonna <laughs> promo those ones for this week. Um, so yeah, man, we're gonna launch here into week four. Uh, I've been doing this head to head thing, so if you beat me this week, I will donate twenty dollars to your favorite charity. So that's what I've been doing, and 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 going back and forth. I think I lost you. Can, oh. can you hear me? Oh, now I can't. Sorry. It was me. It was the way I was talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I, and I lost the first two. So anyway. <laughs> You're off the thrilling start right now, aren't you? It's a, it's a thrilling start. Yeah. And, and, and I just, you know, we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> so, so we'll start, man. We were just talking about this, uh, about the London game. So tell, tell everybody who doesn't know necessarily uh, what you you shared with me about London matchups in, in the last in the history going into so I, I believe we talked about next week's game is going to be the Packers and Giants over in London and it'll be the first time that two teams will play each other that are 500 or better um, which is just astronomically bad I mean you got Minnesota and New Orleans this week New Orleans comes in at one and two Minnesota's two and one we're three weeks into the season and you can't even get an over 500 matchup there. I mean, granted, I get that new Orleans probably should have won last week. In my opinion, they're a little bit better than the Panthers, but man, they looked bad. They looked really bad. Like just awful. I I can't see them going to London and winning. I just can't. All right. So we're rolling it right through. So you're taking the Vikings off the top. I think the Vikings are, the Vikings are not a bad team. Um, if you really look at them and you break them down, um, they they have the players. I mean, Kirk Cousins, everyone likes to just give him a lot of shit. Um, we got uh, Nick Mullins, his backup. I mean, we know how Nick can be. Nick can be fine. He can be okay. Um, so if Kirk goes down, I'm not even that kind of worried. I mean, I, I love Kirk Cousins. I'm a big Kirk Cousins fan, always have been. Um, they have a great explosive run game in Dalvin Cook. Their offensive line's pretty good. They still use C.J. Ham a little bit in the fullback position. Um, and obviously, Justin Jefferson is just a generational talent. And Adam Thielen kind of came together last week. Um, he had a really good week last week against the Lions. And against a very good Lions team. And then, I mean, their defense is whatever. I'm never impressed by it. But I, I don't know. I mean, they do have kind of old veteran players there. Um, their defense is pretty old, to be honest with you. But overall, I, I, I just 
I don't really like the Saints at all. Uh, no, no Thomas or no Thomas this week. Um, you got the Red Rifle playing this week, I believe. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, have fun. Poor with London. You. Yeah, it's going to be an off. Uh, honestly, we played the Vikings there at one point, and we actually played the Vikings pretty tough. I mean, it was a two touchdown game. I think we scored late to make it a one touchdown game. I don't. I think this is going to be the same thing. Vikings are up by like two touchdowns. Saints might make it like seven or an 11 point game late, something like that. I just don't see them winning though. You know, it's funny. You mentioned that, uh, that London game for the Browns and which was the Owen 16 year. Uh, I was overseas for that game and that because of it being at like nine or whatever it was, uh, Back in the U.S., it yeah. was it was like a one p one or two p.m. kick for me. So it was like an actual. It was a really fun game for me because it was at the time that it would normally be <laughs> back home. And of course, they you know, Hugh Jackson did some Hugh Jackson things. Yeah. So I'll take the Vikings. I'm really upset because I picked like Jameis to lead the league in passing and all these crazy stats that I was like, yeah, they're gonna put up all these these you know, statistical numbers, passing the yards. I say he might throw a bunch of touchdowns or a bunch of picks, but he'll throw a bunch of touchdowns to do all those things. And yeah, it's, it's bad. So it's I, bad. I actually thought that Jameis was going to be pretty good for the saints this year. I, I mean, he was on fire last year until he got injured. And this year he looks like he's back to the old Jameis. Looks like so. he got unlaced. Um, yeah. Yep. <laughs> that seemed to fix it. The Seahawks and lions, man, like the Seahawks, it, we thought week one, we were kind of like, oh, wow, you know, they end up beating Denver. It's this what really weird weird game where Geno looks kind of good, like, at times and stuff. And it turns out that Denver's just not very good, I don't think. So I like the Lions, man. I've wanted to like the Lions for a while, and I'm going to take them this week. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with the Lions as well. Um, I like the Lions a lot. I love their head coach. I love Dan Campbell. He's such a – He's such a motivator, and everyone's like, oh, you need to be more of a head coach than a motivator. And I'm like, yeah, but he gets the job done. He gets the most out of the players. Um, DeAndre Swift is going to be hurt this week, so that fantasy team, I definitely know that. Um, so he's not going to play. And neither is uh, St. Brown, but I still think that they get it done. Um, I'd say look for a big week for by TJ Hawkinson. I think the Lions handle business pretty easily to be honest with you um i just don't think seattle especially traveling across the country at one o'clock kick west coast teams don't do very good at one o'clock kicks and they're just not a very good team overall i mean they lost they lost at home to the falcons and obviously we'll see the falcons this week and we'll talk about it later but just that explains it they lost at home to the falcons who who had to travel to the West Coast? Yeah, like, that's all. Yeah, exactly. It's like a, a Falcons defense that is not good. Like they've got some things on offense, and Arthur Smith's a nice coach, and I like what he's going there. And we'll get to the Falcons here later in the show. But like, yeah, I. That's all you gotta you gotta point it out when you put it I'll lay it out. And you just say, you know what, T.J. Hawkinson is my fantasy tight end. So I love I love that prediction. So okay, this game, and I'm gonna say this in the gentlest way I can. <laughs> The Jets and the Steelers. And I'm going to say this because I'm probably going to take some flack for saying this. 
and I'm sure you know exactly what I'm going to – these teams oh, stink. Oh, yeah. They stink, and the only reason the Jets have a win is because Denzel Ward and Grant Delpit have some weird bromance that is causing some awful communication. And uh, I don't – well, you got to remember also our onside kicks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. yeah. I, you know what? I will give what I will give the Jets kicker some credit. That was a very nicely placed and timed. Their whole special teams unit on that. That was a very nice. It, it barely yeah. goes ten yards, and you get it. Like I, I yeah. got to give them some credit. Um, you know what? I, I don't. I had a chance to watch the Jets this past. Summer. I was at the Jets game, unfortunately. Just oh. Oh, why well, I, I, the Jets Browns game? I was at at that too, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Um, but I obviously with us playing the Steelers on Thursday night, I got a chance to watch the Jets again against another team in the Bengals last Sunday, and they're very rough to watch yeah. without a good quarterback. Now, I actually like Zach Wilson. I think Zach Wilson is he's way better than Joe Flacco. Yes. I don't think Joe Flacco should ever play for them. I always I thought Mike White did fine with for them last year filling in. I don't know why they didn't play him. I have no idea. Um here's the thing. Steelers are a well coached team. They keep games close. They win with their defense. Um correct me if I'm wrong, TJ Watt's still out for them, correct? Okay. They're not going to beat the Jets. I think the Jets actually get this win. I'm, um, I'm going with you. Yeah. I think this is two bad teams, but I do think Zach Wilson coming back and Garrett Wilson looks amazing. Um, last week, if Corey Davis doesn't take a personal foul penalty against the Bengals when they're in the red zone, they're probably kicking another onside kick to try and beat the Bengals. So it's <laughs> like they almost did it back-to-back -back weeks. They were in the red zone. It should have been a third and three instead it was a third and 18 because of a personal foul. So I don't know. I, I, I kind of like this Jets team is not as bad as everyone thought they were going to be. Um, they're not great, but they're not as bad. And they, I mean, they do. I really like Quinn and Williams and Quincy Williams, to be honest with you. I think their defense there is solid. Sauce Gardner looks good. Um, they're going to be a team in the next few years that's going to be competitive. The Steelers, though, they just have nothing. Um, I mean, I know we beat them by 12 slash we beat them by six, actually, give or take, whatever you want to say. But they just – it never seemed like in the second half they were threatening to beat us. No. I, I just – I felt like, okay, we, we have this game. Like, I'm not that worried – the only time I got worried was once again on another onside kick. Yeah, yeah. But that was it. Like, I never yeah. felt like, oh, man, they're going to, like, keep this thing rolling and go score a touchdown this drive. It, it just – the second half, it was like, they're so bad on offense. They are just – they cannot – they can't run the ball. They can't throw the ball. George Pickens is their only bright spot on that offense, and no one can get him the ball, so – uh, yeah, I'm taking the Jets in this one. I'll take the Jets solely based on weapons. I, just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just like their weapons more, man. I like yeah. Garrett Wilson. I, Elijah Moore was my draft crush last year. Like, I, I, I 
told that to the uh, Jetsway podcast when they when they hopped on this show with me a couple of weeks ago to preview the Jets. I said, you know, you got all the weapons that I want. So, like, I'm just going to take them. I, I, I just – I feel like they've got weapons. I'm not scared of anything that, Pitts, that Pittsburgh has. That's just – yeah. I mean, like you said, like, once the Browns were able to score, which I knew they – were able could do that once they scored in the second half i was like i don't care now like it's going to be fine yeah it's going to be fine i'll we'll ride this thing out it's going to be all right now if you really want a game that's interesting because i don't know what i think about the giants and i know that the bears stink but they are winning games with fields throwing for like 80 yards so i don't know what the hell is going on with chicago or what's going on with the giants but saquon looks like saquon Daniel Jones, unfortunately, looks like Daniel Jones. But that defense, man, I kind of like what's going on in that defense a little bit. They got some players. Adoree Jackson is finally looking like the Adoree Jackson that got the contract that he got last year. Kenny Galladay can't figure out why he does why he's not getting any snaps until he then watches the film and goes, oh, I see. I suck. And, like, I would go through that sort of thing. But the Bears, like, I just – I just feel so bad for Justin Fields because I just don't think we can adequately figure out what's going on with him. And I think the Giants have, with Kayvon Thibodeau being back, he was kind of shaking some rust off last week, but I thought he looked really nice in the second half until he kind of got gassed there towards the end because, you know, Daniel Jones was just doing Daniel Jones things. But, uh, yeah, all of that be said that, yeah, I'm going to take the Giants in this what could be a very low-scoring affair. I'm actually going to agree with you um, with this. Uh, my thing is, by the way, we we have a hurricane that's going to be moving up the coast, probably going to hit New York on Sunday. Um, yeah. Probably probably going to be a sloppy game. Um, I know the Bears beat the 49ers in that slop fest at Soldier Field, but I just don't see that happening again. Um, I, I think that I, I'm not a hater on Daniel Jones. I'm just, I'm just not to that point. Um, he's not great, but he's not bad. And they're still winning games. Um, they're two and one. They, I mean, I think the Cowboys actually have a pretty good defense. So I, I don't know. Um, but I, I think that they grind out a win. It meant life and Giants are three and one, which not a lot of people saw coming. I, I love it. My my but my good buddy's a he's a big Giants fan. So he says that uh in case you're curious, it's it's not pronounced Dable, it's the balls. That's what he told me. It's it's the balls. Well, yeah, we know Brian Dable very well here in Cleveland. So yes, I'll we say more comments for later. <laughs> later. Okay, here's a game. Okay, so I have these these okay, Titans Colts, right? This is a game where I did not think the Titans were going to be very good this year. I I just Tannehill is just he I think he's just kind of going downhill. Um you could only lean on Derrick Henry so much because these last couple of years, I know he had the injury last year, but it felt like towards the back end of the year before teams were starting to somewhat figure out how to not stop him, but limit him from his ability to just absolutely own the game. You trade AJ Brown because sure, why not? And I can't really figure out how that offense consistently wins 
I thought the Colts would be good with Matty Ice, and I don't know what the hell's going on over there. And, of course, they beat the, the Chiefs, but those first two games were just dreadful-looking. Jonathan Taylor still Jonathan Taylor. I'd say all of that to say I'm not very confident, but I still think that I'll take the Colts because I still like Matt Ryan a little bit better than I like Ryan Tannehill. Um, I feel like they're kind of on an even playing field where there's a lot of questions for both teams. But in the end, I, I, but yeah, I think that I'm just going to go with the better quarterback. And in my mind, somehow, for whatever reason, it's still Matt Ryan. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's Matt Ryan is better quarterback. Um, I don't hate Tannehill, though. That's the thing. Like, I'm another person who I give a lot of quarterbacks. I give them a long leash. Maybe it's because I'm just like, just so defeated by all the quarterbacks <laughs> I've watched us go through. Um, but no, I uh, Matt Ryan had a pretty good game against Kansas City. And here's the thing. Everyone's like, oh, man, they got blown away by Jacksonville. Maybe Jacksonville's actually good. Maybe we don't give them enough credit because Jacksonville has had two blowout wins in a row. Um, and fun fact here, the Colts have not won in Jacksonville in six years. Yeah. And Jacksonville's been pretty bad. Um, I think everyone remembers last year, last game of the season, Colts lost at Jacksonville and missed the playoff because of it. Then they traded Wentz and went and got Matt Ryan. If they win, they make the playoffs. And Carson Wentz is probably the silver quarterback. Mm -hmm. uh, Matt Ryan last week, 27 to 37. Only 222 yards, uh, but he led game-winning touchdown drive. Um, I think he found his. I think he found his rhythm. Um, it took him a while. It took him a decent while to get into that rhythm. Um, I mean, it was their first home game. They have another home game this week. I think they protect the dome and they beat Tennessee handily. Um, I, I don't know what's wrong with this Tennessee offense because, I mean, <laughs> Derrick Henry. He's not having a great year. Um, he has two touchdowns through three games. I, I know we're like, oh, man, like whatever. He also has under 200 yards through three games. Um, Derrick Henry usually has like 250, yeah. almost 300 by now. Like that's a big, big loss of yardage there. Um, Ryan Tannehill is throwing for 215 on average per game right now. So <laughs> – yeah, if that tells you anything, um, I just I, I don't know. Tennessee trading away AJ Brown made no sense, and now it looks even worse um, because hate to say it, Robert Woods is not Robert Woods anymore. But uh, yeah, I will. Uh, I'm going Colts as well. I, have we picked any games different? No, but I think we're getting there. Oh, we we are. Well, here's the thing. I, if Austin Hooper didn't play for the Titans, I might have picked. I <laughs> might have picked them. But three yards and I'll fall down. <laughs> My favorite quote after that trade or after the cut and the sign was he was like, I don't know why they paid me all that money if they weren't going to utilize me. And it's like, motherfucker, you they threw at you so much. We, you led our teams in Target. In targets last year and receptions too. So and drop percentage. Yeah, that's true. He dropped over ten percent of his targets last year. <laughs> so 
We moved to Houston. You've got the Chargers and you got the Texans, and I'm I'm putting the Chargers on upset alert. And I'm going to take Houston, and here's why. There is so much going on with the Chargers, and I'm starting to wonder, is Brandon Staley this coach that everybody thinks he is? And, and why I'm saying that is they continue, and I understand right now that there are some injuries. I understand that, especially the, the most important player on your team, and you're without Bosa. I get all of those things. You're 100% right. But even in the beginning of the year, we're, I'm looking at it, and it's continuing to be, man, Brandon Staley's this great coach, but they're just not producing wins. Like, you're not going to the playoffs. You're not leading your division, you know. And, and I know it's still very, very early in the year to put kind of any kind of stamp on what this year is, of what type of coach he is, what kind of season the, the Chargers are having. But with all of those injuries, with them continuing to run Herbert out there, I, I just – I think somehow there's so much turmoil going on there that the Texans, who still have some talent, I think, on that offense – I think they take advantage of the injuries that the Chargers have, and, and I'll take Houston and Davis Mills to, to pull the upset. Uh, I don't think this is an upset at all. I think Herbert's still hurt, and I'm taking Houston. Um, okay. yeah, we're, uh, we're same wavelength here with this one. Um, Herbert's still hurt, and yeah. now they're without a left tackle for the season. Lindsay, or, uh, Lindsay's still hurt at center. Um I, I don't know. It's going to be, I mean, I, I think that they're rushing people back because if you really look at it, um, like, I, like we said, you have your left tackles out for the season. And now you have Corey Lindsley, who he is questionable to play. And are you rushing him back? I mean, we see them next week. So I'm not going to lie. If you start rushing players back, kind of okay with it but at the same time like as a four is as we talk about them as a team like why are they not playing chase daniel like take some losses and get your quarterback healthy um eckler's early enough to do it eckler can carry you to some victories by the way um and you're not going to see keenan allen either so he's out again um he's what he's missed every game this year and has, has he missed every game? Okay. Yeah, every game this year, and he's probably going to miss maybe two to three more, they were saying. So I, I I think that the Chargers are us of last year, where they didn't have the preseason injuries, but now the injuries are mounting as the season is going on, and they're rushing players back. Yeah. Um, Herbert. Lindsley, we rushed Wills back last year and we played Baker Hurt. And whether it's Herbert who wants to go out there and play or whether it's a coaching staff going, because I don't, I'm not quite sure that he got shut down by their team doctors. So it's not like he went for a second opinion. He was cleared. And I, did he get the shot last week or not? I, I don't know for sure, but it was the same doctor that they've had. Yeah. Um, so I would not have let that doctor give me a shot after what happened to Tyra. <laughs> uh, there would, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of stuff that happens. And uh, my 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 player of the week in this game though is Damian Pierce. He's going to have a breakout game. I think. I think that he runs wild like and that. has a great week. So I like it. All right, let's move to. Uh, 
It's another one I don't like. There's some matchups that just are weird here. The Commanders and the Cowboys. Like, I really don't like the Cowboys. Uh, and, and there's always, like, a bias there about them. But, like, I hate Carson Wentz. Like, I – it's irrational. Like, okay, so obviously it stems from the trade and then him always being compared to Cleveland and, 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 and you know, who won the trade? And the answer is no one. But yeah. like you know, like you go back and forth, all these things. What the what the Browns did with the picks? Because I I still would have I would have done it again. They just had the wrong person making the picks. Yeah, I and mean, because they they got a really nice haul. I just I love I love Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel's out there, and it's like I like a lot of what they got going on of the weapons. I just I just I don't know Carson Wentz though. He's he starts seasons well, and he's started this season well. Uh, I just I, I just want to know, like, I thought their defense was going to be really good, and they played pretty well against Jacksonville. I mean, for the most part, um, Jacksonville kind of hung in there. It was a very close game. I mean, very fought, very equally. Like, I mean, for the most part, Washington kind of led early, and then Jacksonville came storming back, and it was back and forth in the fourth quarter, and – Washington ended up winning it um, late with a late touchdown. And then there was, uh, I believe, was there a pick six in this game that changed the whole outlook of this game? I think so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Um, so there was a pick six. It was like very late in the game, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty um, sure. Or something like that. Something, something happened late in this game to where it was like they were driving or something maybe, and there was a pick. So, I mean, the commanders won it because of that. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of the commanders because last week was just looked like no effort. I mean, they were down 24, nothing. Then they got the safety and then they got a touchdown on top of it. And it was like, okay, well, what happened to Carson Wentz? from like week one because since then he's been he was okay against the lions but they had no defense and then last week the eagles just kind of dominated so i'm actually going to take the cowboys in this one i think cowboys defense steps up big i think they win um it's in dallas so i'm taking the cowboys i'll take the commanders because i for no other reason than i don't like the cowboys I don't know. I don't know. I hate it. Um, don't worry. There's going to be a few other different ones that we do not agree on. And I, I can definitely guarantee that. I like, okay. I'm going to go with, I think Carson wins. I mean, throws for 300 in the first, both of the first two, although he threw some, some nice picks in there. I'm, I'm going to go with the commanders because I, I still think he's better than Cooper rush. Like I, I, I think I'll go with, I'll go with, he's better than Cooper rush and, I like his weapons maybe a little bit more, just a little bit. More. I mean, I've heard some rumblings from Dallas, like maybe Cooper Rush is the answer and maybe they uh, get rid of Dak. <laughs> I, you know what? It would, it would not shock me. Well, hey, I mean, hey, Jerry Jones will do Jerry Jones stuff. <laughs> he will always do Jerry Jones stuff, man. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's going to be very interesting with that. So. Um, but he's yeah. still like trying so hard to say that he won the Amari Cooper trade. And it's just like, dude, you need to, you, you traded him away for a bag of potato chips. Yeah, like pretty much, pretty much. 
let's relax. Okay, Jags Eagles. This one's interesting because it does beg the question you ask, hey, are the Jaguars good? You know, we laughed at the Christian Kirk contract and it might be a little bit too much money, but it's, I mean, dude's playing good football and they're winning games. So like, Hey, what are you doing? I, you know, I really liked Doug Peterson down there, uh, going down there to begin with. I was like, you're giving him an athletic quarterback. Like you're giving him a better Carson Wentz, a more athletic Carson Wentz. And, and I think he has the, the, you know, the, wherewithal to understand how to capitalize on that sort of thing and that skill set. So I really like, I like Peterson more than I think some people do. He's going back to Philly for the revenge game. I like the Eagles a lot too, Mm, but I like Robinson, man. I like that. Oh my goodness. It's that's a tough one. You know what though? I am going to do it. I'm going to take the Jaguars. I'm going to take the Jaguars. And I'm gonna. We're I'm sorry. We're literally agreeing on every game here right now. Well, we just we just disagreed. I know, but I, I'm taking the Jags. Okay. I, I, I'm taking the Jags because I think Doug Peterson goes back to Philly. He's going to get booed. He's going to get hassled by the fans, um, which I will never understand that whole thing of them booing Doug Peterson. Dude brought you a Super Bowl, like. Could you imagine Stefanski bringing us the Super Bowl and like two years later coming back to coach against us? Like, I can't imagine Stefanski first off getting fired. Yeah. yeah. No matter what Super Bowl. After two years, yeah. but it's kind of like, what, two or three years, right? Three years like ago? Three. I think it was three. Okay. Yeah. So I, I just can't see that. Um, but I, I think the Jags go in there. I think they win. Jags are hot. They're on fire. I mean, they, this is. It just goes to show how bad Urban Meyer really was at coaching. He's a great recruiter, but maybe he's not the greatest with X's and O's. Maybe he hires really good coordinators. Okay, yeah. the 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 best game in the one o'clock window, other than the Browns, of course. Uh, hey, that Browns game's got some interesting like stats and fact lines that we'll get to when we get back down to it. Cause I think it's really funny. Okay. This one's hard, man. The bills and the Ravens. This is like, uh, easy, so, easy. It's easy. Go bills, bills by a landslide. Yeah. Bills by a landslide. So I'll, I'll tell you right now. So the Ravens have the top defense when it comes to turnovers, mm-hmm. but they have one of the worst defenses when it comes to, if they don't turn the ball over, and guess what? The Bills don't turn the ball over. So I I really like the Bills this Sunday, I think, in a landslide. I think they're going to come in pissed off. Um, they felt like, first off, it's not going to be 1,000 degrees like it was in Miami last yeah. week. Um, Stephon Diggs probably isn't going to get cramped up and, like, die on the field, basically. Um, I just think Bills – Easily, and if you really look at the Ravens, I mean, they kind of struggle with Mac Jones and the Patriots. And if, yeah, Mac threw the pick and he got hurt after the pick, but it's like you won by eleven and you were in a dog fight with the Patriots, a serious yeah. dog fight. And if I look at the Patriots and I look at the Bills up and down, I am taking the Bills on a landslide. And I know it goes game week to week, game to game. It's in Baltimore. It's going to be a raucous crowd. That's fine. They're not going to win this game. I don't even think it's close. I think the Bills win something like 
35 to like 21, 35, 24, something like that. And the Ravens score like a touchdown or maybe 10 points late. And it, Lamar, it, here's the thing about that. Lamar is accounting for something stupid, like 80% of their yardage right now, Yeah, which is just not sustainable. Like, no. I, I mean, and I'm not even talking about injury. I'm just talking about fatigue. Like, I, I, yeah. I just don't see how you could continue that up. I really want to pick the Ravens because I want to be different, but I can't do it. Like, I, I, like I'm not sure it'll be a really wide margin. I think it'll be 10 points. Like, I think it'll be... It depends on what you think is wide, I guess. I I just I don't get the Ravens like this. Their defense is not very good. Because here's the thing, if you really go down and look at it, Lamar has a third of their carries on the season. A third. Like I'm looking at it right now. There's 72 attempts on Mm -hmm. run plays. Lamar has 26 carries on 72 for the team total. Like that just, I, 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 trust me, if I'm a Ravens fan, I'm kind of like not happy about it. And of course your top wide receiver with 22 receptions is your tight end, Mark Andrews and Buffalo Buffalo's defense isn't bad. Um, They haven't really struggled that much with anybody. I mean, even Miami, they only gave up 21 points. So yeah, they just they just cramped up and couldn't score themselves. Like, exactly. I mean, they had 450 they, yards of offense and scored 17 points off of it with a safety happening. They so. they ran 90 plays to to Miami's 34, I, and that is an outstanding number to only, to lose a game. To if, lose when you ran 90 to 34 plays like that is if if you look at team stats, Buffalo had 31 first downs to Miami's 15. That score says to me that literally first down yardage plays. Yardage was 497 to 212. That score should say Buffalo like 56 40? or something. Yeah, 40, 40. I was going to say 41, yeah. 20. Four, 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 yeah, 42 yeah. to 21, 45 to 21, something like that. And yet they lost 21 19. I think it was a fluke. I think they come out this week, they complete drives and end up winning the game. It's one of those really, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, the, the Cardinals, they go to play, uh, you know, a quarterback, he just needs some help, man. He needs his wide receivers to get open better for him so that he can figure out how to throw the ball. You know, maybe if he has offseason surgery and he gets healthy, he'll actually be, oh, wait. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, Cardinals by a million, man. I, yeah, I, they, they, I just saw it. I don't know if you've seen it. I saw this like two hours ago. They, it, they're already reporting that rules lost the locker room, man. Like it's. <laughs> uh, I I didn't see that report, but Cardinals aren't a terrible team. They played the Rams tough. Um, they played the Chiefs tough, actually. They beat the Raiders in a come from behind win. Um, okay, great. The Panthers beat the Saints, but what did the offense did nothing last week? I mean, and they had, I believe, they had Chenault taking one to the house, and that was it. I believe the end of the hurricane is going to be moving through there on Sunday as well. So, yeah. probably going to be raining. Um, once again, I'm looking it up. They had 
293 yards of offense last week and Baker threw for 148. Not going to get it done. Um, I think that was on one pass. I, yeah, that's uh, – it's actually the 4 o'clock window is like a lot of bad games. There's a lot of bad games. Um, Cardinals by a landslide, I think. So we're – this one – oh, my God. So these were playoff teams, and, and I already I list this next one. I said – I wrote a piece for Fansided uh, that I put three contenders that will miss the playoffs, and the Raiders were my number one team. Josh McDaniels is not a good coach. People need to stop thinking that that dude can coach. He can't even coach an offense, and you know what I mean by that is – I wrote this article and I have to go back and look at the stat because like I, I did, I dug it all up because I knew it was like this outside of one year. And that year was last year with Mac Jones. And what just happened to be a really weird year where Mac Jones did just enough. They ran the football a ton. They had a, several bad weather games like that one where they threw three passes and won a game. Yep. But so they're in total offense teams that were coached by, Josh McDaniels, either the head coach or the offensive coordinator in total offense, he only had one season, that last one with the Patriots, where he had a, a top 25 deep offense without Tom Brady. So when Tom Brady has not been, he was like 27th, 28th, he was 32nd with the Rams. Uh, it was like in the high, high 20s to 30s, except for that last year when they were like, I think they were like sixth or seventh with Mac Jones. It was that really weird last year. But outside of that, everything else, if he did not have Tom Brady, he didn't have anything. He seems like a total dickhead. Like, I'm just going to go out there and say it. And I just, even though Russell Wilson looks awful, and you got to hate that contract right now if you're the Broncos, I think he'll be better. I think he'll be fine. I think Josh McDaniels is so inept Somebody said, "Over." Oh, I heard somebody on a podcast this week say, "Over under two years, I'll take the under, and and I'll take I will take." You know what? He's been made fun of all week. Have you seen Have you seen the the dangerous subway commercial? No, I've not. You have not. You have. Oh my God! Russell Wilson has a this TikTok video of him with a subway sandwich. It's called the Danger Witch. Oh my! You gotta go watch that commercial. <laughs> I'm still – I'm going to take the Broncos here, but that's more because I just really hate Josh McDaniels and I want to watch him burn. I, I'm taking the Raiders. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I, I actually don't hate Josh McDaniels. He's an Ohio boy. Um, he's Northeast Ohio boy too. Um, I actually like uh, – I like Carr a lot. I think yeah. – uh, I like Derek Carr a lot. Um, when there was a rumor mill that he was going to get traded to the Browns, I was pretty excited. Um, I, that's the one the one I wanted. I won't lie about it. Um he's found a new guy in Matt Collins that is kind of late in his career slash hasn't really been like a factor on most teams. Um I'm pretty sure that he is close to like his career number in receptions already <laughs> through three games. Um and what I mean by that is like career receptions for a season, a whole season. He's done that in three games. Um, he's having an outstanding season so far. Um, and if you really go look at it, like everyone's like, oh, man, like he did it in one game. Well, actually, no, he really hasn't. Um, he had a great game last week against Tennessee. He had a great game against Arizona. Um, 
I think that they put it all together this week. I just – I don't like the Broncos at all. I'm just – I'm a Broncos hater. Always have been. Always will be. And it has – even like – before I knew what the drive and the fumble and all that other stuff was um, just never really liked the Broncos. I just always looked at them as like one of those teams of like, Oh, whatever you guys are. I, I don't know. I just have never, it's like really a random fan kind of thing that I just don't like the Broncos. And this year they're getting so I, the snooze fest of last Sunday night was awful. I mean, they had no business even playing that game on Sunday night football. Like that was awful. I didn't. Well, I turned it off. I was like, I, I'm going to bed. I was, I was like, I'm gonna. Okay. So you talk about not liking the Broncos. Nick Carnes hates the Raiders. Like, oh. if you if you want to set him off and you want to get him to say the f word, mention the Raiders. He hates the Raiders so much. You should. There was a pod we did last year. I can't. I don't even think like we were playing the Raiders. I don't even remember, but we mentioned the Raiders. And he got so mad, he just goes "fuck the Raiders" like just in the middle of the show, and I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. I didn't even know what's going. On. So I want to show you something. I have the Russell Wilson commercial up. Oh, okay. Okay. So this, this for anybody that hasn't seen us, this is the TikTok uh, that he released, and it says "duet this if you dare," and it is him talking about his. Uh, his new sandwich. And uh, I just, I, I can't believe that this is a real person, but here we go. Hey, you want to split this Subway sandwich? It is my signature sandwich. It's called Danger Witch. And it's dangerously good. Be careful though. It's spicy. <laughs> You ever done anything dangerous? Jeez, hmm. that is dangerous. <laughs> I've done something like that too. I won't tell anybody. Listen, one time, <sighs> never mind. That's too dangerous. Anyways, my danger witch, it's only in the vault. That's our little secret. He's got to be the weirdest human being in the history of <coughs> sports. Like, I didn't realize he was this weird until he did that whole Broncos country. Let's ride. And then, like, started practicing, giving high fives as he yeah. went into the practice. Field. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, you feel better about your pick, don't you? Yeah, I feel a lot better. And I, okay, I will actually agree with Carnes. I actually don't hate the Raiders. I hate the Raiders fans. So, okay. yeah, they're like that. Them, I, I would say I don't like the Broncos at all. I just never have. Um, I hate the Raiders fans, and I hate the Bills fans. So, outside mm -hmm. of our division, like, those are probably the three teams that I can't stand the most. Okay, okay. All right, we're going to Green Bay, another snooze fest. Uh, Green Bay's weird, but they've got a lot better players than that. I don't think the Patriots are good. Like, people got on me, and then, of course, Mac Jones, we don't know what's going on. We might see Brian Hoyer in a couple of weeks in Cleveland. And Is that game? Yeah, the game's in Cleveland. Yep. And, and, and uh, so we might see the return of Brian Hoyer. And, and that's I remember in college just thinking that he was the dude, but let's not go down that road in any way. But I just don't get it. I don't know what the Patriots are going to accomplish. It, it, here's my thing with them. If yeah. this season's a wash and a loss, why are you playing Brian Hoyer? 
play Bailey's app. Oh yeah. Just go play Bailey's app. Yeah. Me if you got magic in a bottle. I like I like, like I like him. Yeah. Why? What I don't understand what Belichick's doing. Like, did you like I know you found Tom Brady and everything, and that was like amazing for you to find Tom Brady. Do you not believe in yourself that you could like find lightning in a bottle twice? No. Like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going with the Packers in an easy landslide win. Like this is this isn't even going to be close. Yeah, I I just don't think they're very good. I don't think the Patriots are very good. I'm in I'm in a survivor league where you have to pick a winner each week mm-hmm. or not a winner each week. You have to pick it's a loser survivor pool, and you got to pick someone to lose. And this week I have the Patriots. Yeah, I feel good about that. Yeah. I'm right now. I've won every game, and I actually. Little side note here. I did it wrong the first week thinking yeah, I had to pick the winner. And I accidentally picked the 49ers as my main primary winner. And they lost to the Bears. And I thought, well, that was a good run. Week one, I'm done. And someone texted me, goes, Congrats, you were one of like six people to survive the week. And I'm like, What are you talking about? Did it totally backwards. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. All right. We got the two primetime games before we hit the Browns game. So Chiefs, Bucks, like the Bucks have looked bad. Uh, The Chiefs have been kind of weird because like, you're like, man, they aren't playing really well. But then when you kind of watch some of their tape, you're like, well, they seem to be fine. Like on tape, like stats and scores don't really necessarily line up with how they've looked on tape. But I just really think that at home, there's a lot of talk. It's happening. It's happening. I like Tom Brady in this game just because there's just a lot of talk about him. Is he going to retire before the season? Like, is he even like I was like talking about going to that game in late November with him in Cleveland, and a few people were like, "Is he even going to be playing then?" Like, I don't think he'd walk out in the middle of the year. I just don't think that's no. who he is. Uh, but all of that stuff, he, he, he's got to be hearing all that stuff. And for whatever reason, I think it hears him, it ignites him, and we see vintage Brady, and I'll take the box. Something's wrong with Bielema and Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City, and they were off last week. Like, so, something was wrong. They're not going to get it together. When you doubt Tom Brady, he comes through. I still think that holds true. Tampa Bay by – a lot in this game. I, I Brady was pissed after last week. Mm-hmm. They're back at home on Sunday night. Um, gonna a lot of people are probably gonna be very happy to get to that game. Um, considering a hurricane just went through there, that was kind of had these people on like lockdown for like a week. So I think a lot of people are gonna be very loud and very abrasive during that game and make a lot of noise. And I I don't. Here's the other thing. It's a Super Bowl rematch, too, from two years ago. And I think Tampa handles them again. I like it. I like it. Um, let, okay. This one's fun because I think the Rams just kind of had a slow start. I think that's all it was. Yep. I think they're starting to figure out exactly who they are. The 49ers, we thought they were a good team. Trey Lance goes down. Jimmy Garoppolo has seen what clearly and, and Shanahan's trying to pay it off, but I he said all your plays suck, man. Like that is that is that is what he said. Like I can read lips and you hundred percent said it. So I I don't know what's going on there, man, at all. So I'll take the Rams because I think the 49ers are they've got a lot of questions to answer. I actually am gonna take the 49ers. Um I think it's a very high scoring game, believe it or not. 
Um, I think the Rams get their points. I think Cooper Cup scores a lot. I think Matt Savard scores a lot. Um, but I think on Monday Night Football, the Ra- or the 49ers come to play. Um, I don't know what it is. There's something about these 49ers that um, they play well in primetime a lot. Yeah. And uh, I think Nick Bosa loves to play in primetime. I think he has a huge game this week. Um, some way, somehow, they'll grind out a win. Um, whether it's at the other person who loves to play on primetime football, George Kittle. He loves it. He does, yeah. George Kittle, I think, has a great game. Debo Samuel. I think they go high score in this game. I really do. Um, and it's the 49ers have great fans. Yeah. Um, they're they're going to make some noise and make disruption for Matt Stafford. Stafford does not look great either this year. So true. We'll, we'll see what happens. I mean – um, but yeah, no, I I really like the 49ers in this game. I think that injury kind of hung around on Stafford a little bit more than they led on to. Yeah. Um, I I wanted to pick I wanted to pick the 49ers. I, I, I don't know. All right, <laughs> let's talk about the game we want to talk about. Let's talk about the Browns and the Falcons. Uh, I've done a preview the last couple of days on this show. We previewed the offense. We previewed the, previewed the defense. If you guys didn't be didn't check that out. Those are here on the YouTube channel as well, or in the audio, if that's how you're listening. Um, AJ Terrell has not been very good. That's what I've gathered from um, Falcons fans telling me that their their top corner is not playing well. There's not other than Grady Jarrett. There's not a lot going on on that defense right now. Um, there are two teams in the NFL to score at least 26 points in all three games, and it's these two teams, the Browns and the Falcons, which is a very interesting uh, stat because that's just what we thought it was going to be, right? right? And somehow this offense is cu- carrying this defense, again, just like we thought it was going to be. Do you want to hear a great stat? Oh, man. I The NFL leading rusher, right? It's Nick yes. Chubb. Yes. Do you know who's fifth in the NFL? Uh, Cobry, uh, Cordell Patterson, Nick Chubb after contact. Oh, okay. Well then that's, he's like fourth or fifth after contact. Like he's the leading rusher. And then if you just do his after contact, he would be the fifth leading rusher in the NFL. And it's, which is just an outrageous number. He has 26 forced missed tackles. That's more than 30 NFL teams have as a team. Like I I did know that one. That is, I did know that one. That's, it's like the guy, the faithful dogs guys. And I don't think it would necessarily happen. Like he would have to go on a very big tear. Chubb is an MVP player right now. The way he's just absolutely on a whole nother level. And that's what they do. Like I I'm telling you, man, like, it's to this point now where I'm just so I appreciate it, but I'm just used to it. Like he'll make an amazing play. And I'm like, yeah, that's Nick Chubb. Why is everybody shocked? It, it's just who he is. Yep. So in the end, I think the Browns have more firepower than the Falcons. I'm worried about the pass rush because I, I I don't want Miles to play. I don't no, want him to play. I, I, I've already said this multiple times. Do not rush Miles back. Do not rush Tommy back. Let's get healthy. Yep. Um, do we really need them for this game? Maybe. I, if the corners maybe. can play to the if the corners play to their ability, they'll be fine. Atlanta's shocking, but yeah. Atlanta gives up a lot of points. They give up a lot of points. Um, random fun fact here. Obviously, I think we're both taking the Browns this week. 
yeah, yeah. Um, random fun fact here. Um, since 99, we played the Falcons five times. Hmm. We are actually four and one against the Falcons. Um, okay. I would be willing to bet that's probably the best win percentage that we have against any team since 99. I cannot think of any other team that we have beaten that way like the Falcons. That's fine. Um, obviously, the famous run William run game happened against the Falcons where William Green broke one off and put us in the playoffs. Um, The only loss we've had against the Falcons was in 2010. Um, And that was at home. But we had the 2014 game where Josh Gordon scored the last second, had a last second catch down the field. And we kicked the last second field goal with Brian Hoyer. Um, And then 2018 where Chubb broke a big one um, against them. And we pretty much handled them at home. Um, it wasn't even close. It was actually a very fun game to be at because it was not nerve wracking. And but it, it's kind of funny because if you really think about it, like go against every other team. We don't dominate these teams. We every other team that we play, like we probably lost to the Lions more than the Falcons. Have, we have then since we've been back. I'm willing to bet because I can remember at least two games that we lost to the Lions. Maybe, I don't. I don't have the stats since 99, but overall against the Lions, the Browns are 5-16. and 16. Okay. Well, I mean, that's the thing. So we're not very good against the Lions, but it's like if you really stack it up against teams, I would be willing to bet that our win percentage since 99 is probably the best against the Falcons, maybe more than any other team. We are 4-1, and one, which is just – kind of ridiculous to think about i'll build on that stat in the history of the browns they are 12 and 3 against the falcons wow so we are pretty dominant against the falcons falcons have not been a great franchise over the years but they've they've had a great quarterback in matt ryan and i'm pretty sure we faced him what twice 2014 and 2018 and we beat him both times yeah yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it, this feels like a game where there's a lot of questions because you're potentially starting two rookies um, on on both the edge positions um, or you're starting Rochelle and, and Wright. And I just, I, I'm not high on Rochelle like some other people are because they just like who he is. I think I'm not, I'm not very high on Rochelle and I just, I, I don't really, I'm I got a 94 jersey down in my closet, though, so I'm pretty high on Alex Wright. So we're we know everybody everybody on the Twitterverse, anybody who's watching this video knows how I feel about Alex. Wright. My, but, my main question here is for this game this yeah. week: Is someone like Togiai or Jordan yep. Elliott or Perrion Winfrey going to step yep. up? Because Perrion Winfrey has not played a ton. Um, he's been suspended. Technically. Been suspended technically um he's been nowhere on this field so i mean didn't play the jets game suspended um how many play how many snaps did he even play against pittsburgh i here's the thing i didn't notice him one time so. yeah exactly he's yeah. made zero tackles on the season um maybe this is a game that perry on winfrey actually steps up because i got news for you our our front defensive line we are like i honestly 
I admit we need Chase Winovich. We need Chase Winovich like badly. Um, and obviously he's on the IR. So it's like, they signed Curtis Weaver back to the practice squad and he's awful. And so like, they just, I, I just think all of what you're saying, you're a hundred percent true. I think this is when the defensive backs and the linebackers, cause it looked JOK is fine. Like he was running all over looking great. Yeah. Like, Fuck yeah. I think this is when they go, okay, we've been talking cause Denzel especially has been talked because he's been awful and, and, and there's been so much shit talked about them. I, think this is the time that they're like, you know what? And I think, I think the defensive backs and the linebackers, I think they show up. And I think they ball in this game. Yeah. Um, and it's another thing. Um, Nick Chubb's returning to his home state. So first game be, there, right. As a pro, I think. Um, I mean, we had the preseason game, but did uh, he even play in that preseason game? I, that, was I, the last, that was the last one. No, no, I don't think so. Yeah. I, I, I don't think he did. Um, so I mean, I'm, I'm kind of at this point. I'm kind of like, okay, let's run the ball. Let's have a boring game. Um, and I, I kind of said something to somebody the other day. I'm like, our offense is like watching paint dry offense. And someone goes, oh, you don't know, do you? And I, I guess I just never really like looked at it. It's not watching paint dry offense. We have the third most explosive plays in the whole NFL. They're, they're third in DVOA, too. Now, granted, I'm pretty sure we only have three pass plays that count for the 20-plus yards explosive plays. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And we have 20 runs that are over 10 yards. 20. In three now, games, that's a stupid number. <laughs> that is ridiculous. What that says to me is our offensive line is amazing, mm -hmm. which is perfect. We can run the ball all day long. Um, and one thing I will, I'll give major props here. Ethan Posick, yeah. he's been awesome this year. Yeah. Awesome. Moved um, really well in space on some of those, those pulling situations that I knew Nick Harris would, uh, you know, kind of thrive in. Yeah. He's been really nice. My main thing for this week is that I want to see, and I want to see him have a breakout game is going to be DPJ. I think mm -hmm. DPJ needs to step up this week. I need to see him in the end zone. I need to see him catch. I need to see him at least seven catches this week. I want seven receptions. Target him 10 times, get seven receptions. I want him to have a great week. So there we but go. That, that that's my key to the game is going to be DPJ. So I think DPJ will get us those crucial third down catches. And I actually think it's going to be kind of like a – 34 to like 20 kind of game because Atlanta's going to score. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Atlanta's going to score. Trust me. They're going to, they're going to get their points. They, they, they do it in a really, I, I, I really like Arthur Smith's play calling his little, his scheme and all his design. I think it works really well. Um, I, you know what? My key, the matchup that you got to watch on Sunday is Martin Emerson and Drake London. Like, yep. Because I think that's where Emerson ends up. Because Denzel can struggle some with the with the bigger bodied wide receivers, and this is the kind of wide receiver you drafted a big physical corner like Martin Emerson for. And Drake London is playing really really well. And JOK will have a task with Kyle Pitts, but he's kind of not been really utilized very well in the first two games. He was he played pretty well in this last week, but uh, 
Yeah, I think Martin Emerson, he goes and he matches it up, and I think that is that's the key. Well, Cozy, I really appreciate your time, man. I said, hey, we'll do about 20 minutes. We did about a fucking hour. So, like, we're just, like, pardoned out and having a good thing. I know everybody knows where to find you, but in case they don't, please tell everybody where they can find your stuff. Yeah, so uh, on Twitter, Real Mind of Cozy. Um, you can uh, also check out Browns After Dark. Um, we do a podcast every week. It's posted on DF Sports on YouTube. So Derek usually posts it um, usually about every Saturday. Um, he does the edit, gets it out every Saturday night. Um, he unfortunately has to make a bunch of cuts because we love to tell inside jokes on there and he doesn't want to put it on his YouTube channel. So, um, <laughs> so he's got to go through and do all that work. Um, he, he goes, I usually have to do two to three cuts per uh, per my usual podcast. He goes, with you guys, we have to do like 25 so he goes, yeah, it usually takes about an hour for me to get through the whole editing. <laughs> I love it. So, but anyway, yeah, Browns after dark. Uh, so we're going to do Sunday space after the game. We're going to do start to on Monday, late night at 11 PM. And then we're also going to be moving. We were doing Thursdays for a while. We don't want to do it with the game being on. So we're going to do Wednesdays at 9 PM now. Awesome. You guys go check that out. It's always a really good time. Guys, I appreciate you guys. We will be back Monday um, with your instant reaction. I'll record not too long after the game on Sunday in instant reaction uh, at 8 a.m. We'll come out, drop just like all the other episodes. So I appreciate you guys for joining us again this week. These are NFL Week 4 picks, and I will see you guys on Monday. Go Browns.